who is the type of person, who is the type of spouse I'm looking for? Um, I don't know. My opinion is that I think that that question will be better answered when you you, you begin to know yourself better, mm. right? Yeah, Otherwise, you are just aiming for a idealistic, you know, utopian <laughs> state where it, you know, it doesn't really exist, right? You're looking for that perfect Mr. Right or Mrs. Right uh, who does not exist. You are listening to the WADT podcast and this week we continue with a new series called Hot Potatoes where we discuss difficult situations parents face with their children and provide some practical tips on how to handle them. If there is a pot, hot potato that you would like us to touch on, do let us know through our social media and email. My name is Parkson and my co-hosts today are Hafiz, Kevin and Alvina, a mom of three teenagers who currently works as Family Life Educator with Mums for Life. Welcome! Hi, Parkson. Hi, everyone. Hi. All right. Are you excited to be with us today for the very first time? Yes, the rose among the thorns. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Our hot potato for today is Puppy Love. And I wonder how many of you remember this song. So, who knows that song? Who remembers those days? <laughs> no idea. No idea. I, 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 I don't... It's black and white, right? So, it's definitely <laughs> something that I'm not familiar with. Uh-huh. So, you were born after the black and white era. <laughs> yeah. A familiar song, but yeah, I don't think uh, it's during my time. No, I've never yeah. heard of the song. I'm so amazed. I think he's, I mean, even with black and white video, I think he's, he's, his suit was starched. I think it was so straight. <laughs> <laughs> no, in those days, people had better posture. <laughs> All right. Well, anyway, that was Paul Anker singing Puppy Love. And that's the topic of our discussion today. So to kick off, um, Let's try to define what puppy love is. Well, I've looked up and uh, Cambridge Dictionary says it is a romantic love that a young person feels for someone else, which usually disappears as the young person becomes older. And synonyms to puppy love are words like infatuation and crush. So let's uh, really be honest today. <laughs> <laughs> What was your first experience of puppy love like, Hafiz? And how long did it last? Wow. <laughs> uh, as far as I can remember, during primary school. Um, yeah, it's, it's uh, I think primary five or six. Yeah, it lasts at the end of primary school. At the end of primary school. 
Wow, your hormones were already raging when you were in primary five. Early bloomer. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It didn't wait until uh, I go to secondary. I'm 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 an early starter. Okay. All right. Thank you for that. And and how about you, uh, Kevin? Alama, Hafiz, you say uh, primary five, you early starter. Uh, then I, yeah. I tell you, I'm my age like that. Then I don't know. I, I don't know where I have my face, man. I can remember <laughs> K two. Kindergarten K2? Two. Yes. <laughs> early, early bloomer. Uh, I remember I like I like my this this particular classmate, you know. And uh I was so excited, especially when my teacher paired me up for the graduation dance, you know. Ah, yo, I was so happy, you know. Then also <clears throat> I remember it's popular. Why? Because I I want to write a note to her. Alright. So I, I asked my mother. Uh, how do you spell this word? Next, so I write there I. Okay, how do you spell love? Then she spell for me L O V. Okay, U or Y O U. Okay, so I write the word there, dear so and so. I will keep the person anonymous, ah. dear so and so. I love you. Then my name Kevin. Then I put this note, ah, put in the put in the in in my in my letter box. Cause I thought if any letter you put in the letter box, the postman will take and go. So I wrote the letter and then I put inside there. Then my mother come back. What, what, what is this? Do you write this? They said, yes, it's for my friend. I said, oh, but the postman don't know where your friend stayed or no address. I was like, oh, is it like that one? Uh? Yeah, so yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. So that is me. Uh-huh. K2, K2. Wow, okay. All right, all right. Wow, wow, wow. My, my so, turn, you, Yeah. Yeah, Nick. So we leave the best for last, right? For Parkson to just blow us uh you know blow us out of the park blow the whole story out of the park uh my first uh one okay so i i now i've now i thought about it i think the first time this particular boy caught my eye was in primary five right so i liked him from afar for a long long time and he was a rather popular guy so you know every, it was like every primary school girls starter pack as they call it like starter pack crush <laughs> right um yeah uh but then we actually we actually dated became boyfriend girlfriend you know in sec two and that went on for about 14 months yeah okay, okay. wow you, you even know it's 14 months uh. you must have you know took note in a diary or something of course of course uh, that's what girls do yeah. <laughs> this before facebook and instagram <laughs> we have to we have to document it somewhere Okay, yeah, so they we'll dated the hottest guy in class in school. Wow. I will <laughs> of course, tell my you, document. You know, no, you, you said hottest guy, right? So I remember when somebody found out, you know what that person said to me? This other girl found out. Uh, she said to me, oh, I heard you're now going out with so-and-so. I said, yes. You know what she said? Congratulations. <laughs> that, was, <laughs> that was how great it was. Wow. So yeah, anyway. <laughs> okay, Parkson. Well, um, I wasn't an early bloomer. In fact, I was a late bloomer in many, many things, including uh, academics. Uh, so I, I, I was basically, you know, in primary and secondary, I, I went to an all-boys school. So I was not exposed to a lot of girls except for my sister, my mother, my cousins. <laughs> Your yeah. teachers. And the teachers, yeah. So I don't remember uh, having puppy love at that time. Um, yeah, until I was doing my O-levels the second time and uh, my father pulled some strings and got me into a different school, into a mixed school. And that's where I met somebody uh, was mixed, uh, met, you know, uh, yeah, who be later on became my wife. And so we dated for nine years before we got married. 
yeah so nothing yeah nothing out of the ordinary so first love and first and last Wow. Wow. So that's, why we, last. that's why we say Parkson for the last. Yeah. For the story. Right. <laughs> yeah, late bloomer. He let us so, do yeah. all the false love and then for him is done straight away. True love. Yeah. It becomes it's not even puppy love anymore. It went just straight to like lifelong love. <laughs> wow. So today's topic, yeah. Yeah, uh, we talk about puppy love. Uh, I mean, it can start as early as, uh, you know, preschool, right? And then we talk about teenagers. But I also heard that puppy love can happen after you get married. Although this is not mm -hmm. probably the topic of the discussion, right? We talk about puppy love <laughs> among our children. So just, is something true, Paksan? Uh, yes, it, it is the beginning of an affair. <laughs> <laughs> In other words, it doesn't seem yeah, so, yeah, it's, it's it doesn't serious, seem so serious. mild. As in puppy love, is it? Yeah, because you see, um, puppy love is when you fall in love and you feel that you're in love. Um, and usually that doesn't last long, okay? And it shouldn't last long. If it lasts, it, it's actually, there's another word for it, and that's limerence. I'm not sure if you have come across that word. It's called limerence, L-I-M-E-R-A-N-C-E. Um, and it's a basically, you know, it's, it's a stronger word than puppy love, where somebody could be as... Um, obsessed with somebody you know and feeling anxious when they're near somebody or even when they are in the absence of that person all right so they're always thinking about that person and so on and so forth now limerence is um it's what you know makes the saying love is blind true because it actually affects the brain and you know it it kind of makes you become a little bit irrational all right and that's uh you know when you see couples um only you know, just uh, idolizing each other or idolizing somebody, you know, and all just not seeing the flaws in that person's character or certain characteristics, only focusing on the positives. Uh, that is probably the effect of limerence. Okay. Um, yeah. And what, what the experts have found is that it usually lasts about two years. So in my advice to, you know, dating couples, I always tell them, you know, give yourselves at least two years, uh, of dating before you decide to get married because you know if you are having this limerence thing it should wear off after two years and then you begin to see things not through rose tinted glasses but through clear glasses <laughs> yeah mm -hmm. but puppy love should mature into uh, real love all right so you go from falling in love and being in love to actually loving somebody you know so falling in love is something that kind of it happens to you but loving somebody is something that you choose to do. So that's that's the difference between the two. Wow. Yeah, I, won't, so, I wonder uh, how to share that with my teenagers. They're like, huh? So deep. <laughs> Get them to listen oh. to this podcast. Exactly. <laughs> right, yeah. right. So I, I just watched this uh, movie, Pixar movie, Turning Red. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, about the yeah, panda. Yeah. It was very funny. But I, I, luckily, I watched it with my daughter, my 15-year-old daughter. And I think that's one way to, uh, to me, I, I do this, lah, to, to so-called touch on issues with my teenage, my teenage daughter, all right? I mean, it is fun, but at the same time, when uh, the time is right, you know, after or, you know, in between the, the scenes, uh, there's certain lessons to be talked about. I talked to her about it. And I think one of the uh, issue in that film is about this, you know, character, right? The girl, right? The teenager have this crush on the boy band, right? 
spoiler <laughs> alert, someone... spoiler alert. <laughs> Just in case. So, yeah. yeah, so I think in a way, it helps me to break the ice, to talk about serious issues uh, in, a, in a light way, you know, to my kid. So Hafiz, one of your daughters, or one of your child, your daughter just got married recently. Um, would you like to share before she got married or before she even met the guy, you know, and started dating, uh, did you give her any advice and what was the advice you gave her? I think for her, she didn't have serious uh, boy-girl relationship uh, then, then, because I think as parents, we were very strict. Uh, but I think also we learn along the way that we are, when you're too strict to your children, they tend to keep to themselves and don't tell mm. you about their secrets. I think this mm. is the fall, the, the, the negative thing about when you're too strict, right? Mm. So we learn along the way. Uh, and then uh, we change our style a bit and uh, to our other children, even to her, after the, uh, she's in her late teen years, uh, she become more open. And I think she got, just got married at the age of 25. I mean, mm. uh, the person that she got married to, she met when she was in the university. Uh, considered quite early, right? I think nowadays, you know, mm -hmm. girls married at 25, mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. he's about 27. Mm -hmm. So um, technically, he's still studying. So there's a lot of uh, issues that we had to uh, uh, make sure that they are sure of themselves that this is a serious thing. It is not puppy love. It is not, you know, so I think the difference between puppy love and real love is that puppy love is, you know, it's a short-term infatuation and uh, things, right? But love to get married is something involve commitment something involved uh, that are you really going to live to with, uh, with each other for the rest of your life you know uh, i think at that age in 20s they already prepared to, to mm -hmm. talk about it so there mm -hmm. was this process of a few years actually they know each other uh, for uh, at least you know until they got married was three to four years but the serious discussion uh, happens uh, about two years before they got married and we were involved somehow in in that discussion yeah how about you, Kevin? Uh, I know your kids are not married yet. Have, have you ever <laughs> talked to them about boy-girl relationship and given them any kind of advice or, for example, you know, no dating before this certain age? Uh, I have a very um, unique uh, way of looking at my children, I guess. Because um, when my girl, because I have two boys and a girl, right? So when my girl was two years old, I remember around two, when still, still very young, <clears throat> and we were walking uh, at, at, a, at a HDB corridor, and then we were just I'm just holding her hand and walking down. Then the thought, the thought of it, and I told Fanny, my wife, I told her, I feel as though I was walking my my daughter down the aisle, two years old, you know. <laughs> I really feel like oh yo, I really feel like walking her down the aisle, like in a sad way, like, And I was like, yeah, one day I will walk her down the aisle, that kind of thing, you know. Yeah. <clears throat> so I I'm very, I'm unique like, that way like, you know. Um, but yes, we have talked to our, our kids about about dating. Uh. Uh, not that any of them are dating now. The oldest one is 12 and, and Hannah is, is 10. Uh, Timothy is 8. <clears throat> um, but we have talked about uh, when are you ready to, to date and stuff. They are not ready. Uh, they, they, they say, uh, yee, like, uh, don't, don't like kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> and, but we have had conversations about that. Like, when will you be ready? The kind of thing, you know? Yeah. So I remember my oldest one, uh, latest conversation I had was, he said, oh, I'm not ready for a relationship. And I, 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 I don't think I will be anytime soon. Yeah. So it's interesting that at 12 years old, he can grasp a little bit of the concept of what being a relationship is. Um, <clears throat> while, we're, while this is the topic on relationships and, and dating BGR kind of thing, right? Boy-girl relationships. Um, we actually have more conversations about, about married life, actually. And my oldest one actually 
occasionally uh, in the car, Sunny say, you know, it's very hard to be parents, huh? that kind of thing. He'll, he'll, he will like just make comments like that. Why do you say that? No, because you see, like, I, so you, you and mommy, you know, uh, take care of three of us, kind of thing. It's like, not easy, uh, not easy, uh, like that. So it's very hard to be a parent, that kind of thing, you know. How about you, Alvina? Well, for me, for me, okay, so, so I think, I think, like, in many ways, we refer back to our own experiences as, as children, right? So, uh, my first boyfriend was when I was 12, uh, and it was an, it was, uh, an open thing. There was nothing hidden because my mom was very chill about it. You know, she was very cool about a lot of things. So I really felt very, uh, um, I, I felt that I could speak to her, or talk to her about anything. And I didn't feel that she was going to tell me off or whatever. Uh, so because of that, as a mom, I also carry on the same kind of feeling with the children. I, I'm very open with them. However, <laughs> However, I, I, I do encourage them to just put it off for as long as they can. Um, I, I tell my, my children basically um, that, you know, it's very normal to have feelings about the opposite sex. It's very normal to be interested or to single certain people out. Um, but that I encourage them, you know, oh, but, you know, um, it's great to be friends, you know, get to know your friends and be out as a group and get to know one another. And, um, and then one of the, the extra thing I add into that is I say, oh, and you know what? You have many opportunities when you're older to, you know, to have boyfriends, girlfriends, and without the stress of exams and studies and all that. So, like, just put it off till later. For now, just enjoy the friendship. Enjoy hanging out. Less stress, less drama. So that's kind of how I've been you know, sharing with my kids. But, but that said, I've had my fair share of dealing with uh, my children in in BGR and a uh, boy-girl relationship. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, especially with your teenagers, right? That's in that phase of life where hormones are raging and things like that. Um, so I guess it's it's our evolutionary destiny to always pair up and find our mate. Yeah. So that's the time that we need to be very alert and uh, yeah, prepare them for it. I, I guess, um, you know, when, when people are thinking of uh, uh, life partners or settling down and you know finding their spouses uh, what you normally hear is um, who who is the type of person who's the type of spouse I'm looking for um, I don't know my opinion is that I think that that question will be better answered when you you, you begin to know yourself better mm. right yeah, otherwise you right. are just aiming for a idealistic you know utopian <laughs> state where it you know it doesn't really exist right you're looking for that perfect mr right or mrs right uh who does not exist right uh, and it may not be the right match for you because you you do not know who you are in the first place so i think uh, i think it's good to give ourselves time at least you know that would be a good advice to the younger people give yourself time you know uh, work on your self-awareness learn more about yourself and i think today uh people getting married at the age of 30 i think would be good i think it's um uh, unusual but not a bad thing to get married at 25 like my daughter and hafiz's daughter also uh, i guess there are certain people who mature a bit earlier uh, because of the exposure and also their upbringing by their parents and the family environment yeah mm. So I think that that's uh, 30 is um, maybe a good age at this point of time. Uh, yeah, I don't mind telling my children that. Like, oh, you can start dating when you're 30. What? 
<laughs> starting dating is one thing, right? But starting dating over and over again, for example, you know, like you change your boyfriend, girlfriends, like you change, you know, your channel, lah, TV channel. <laughs> I mean, I do, I do that, lah. I just change TV channel, you know, don't know what to watch. All right. <laughs> but what about yeah. that? I, mean, I know some friends last time when I went to secondary school. <sighs> I mean, maybe it's still popular, but that's yeah, what it does. Well, you know? Yeah, it's a good thing that you said it, Hafiz, because that's actually one of the we one of the examples I use with my children as well. You know, to like put off this uh, boy girl relationships in their secondary school years and all that, because these these things happen. I said, you know, sometimes you find this person very attractive, very appealing for this period, and then after that, you notice another person, right? <laughs> so I said, so every year of your school year, you're gonna or every few months, you're gonna have to like dump someone and then end up with another person, dump someone and out. So I said, you know, like, why why go through all that drama, right? So. Interesting that uh, <laughs> you mentioned that. Uh, um, I, I, I had quite a, a bit of experience working with young people uh, before I joined Center for Fathering. And I thought you changed channels a lot of experience, no? Uh, no, <laughs> but I had conversations with various parents as well and just learning from, from them how they how they also uh, raise their, their teenagers, right? <clears throat> so I'll give you a few accounts. One of it was, um, I spoke to a 12 year old okay and then uh we were in a camp and then we were asking them to play play together as a group then he refused to go and play with the girls like ee girls are ee kind of thing okay fast forward now he's a father of one okay so it's like oh it's like so when he was e right uh, uh, being an older person i was like yeah you wait you wait next time you you won't feel the girls are ee anymore okay true enough right he's a father of one of one child now mm-hmm. but also i've um speaking to parents as well um that there, there's a school of thought that uh, for us to consider. Okay, while Avinia says put it off as long as as long as you can, mm-hmm. this parent actually says if my he has three girls, he has three daughters. He says if any of my daughters wants to date, even as young as thirteen to fifteen, right? He says he will he will allow them, but he will keep a very close eye on them. Mm-hmm. And the important thing is he will debrief with them because he <laughs> in his experience, he was saying most likely they will break up, most likely mm-hmm. because. I mean, when adults, maybe we also know that, right? Most of it, but the breakup and the debrief of that, like how did the relationship end? Like what happened, kind of thing? How do you feel, kind of thing? Is the follow-up, is the debrief of that, is the processing with the with the child mm-hmm. of how they feel, what they feel. So it's like, how? why do you even go um, into the relationship with this person in the first place? Oh, because I like him, I, I whatever, okay? He's handsome, whatever, okay? Yeah. Um, but he felt, but this parent felt that it was important to, to walk, then the journey with the, with the with his daughters because he wanted them to, he wanted to guide their processing, right? And in some sense, he had, through that breakup experience, he kind of pointed out to them that, hey, you know this feeling of having a breakup? Now in a relationship, boy girl relationship, you break up, you feel so hurt, okay? But it's okay because you're, you're trying out, right? You're trying out, right? Yeah. But in a, in a marriage, and especially when there's children, and then when you divorce, the feeling is this but compounded but also a lot of people are affected as well so if next time you're going to relationship think twice so he actually encouraged the, or not encouraged but he allowed the daughters mm-hmm. to date but he's ready to process with them so that when they go into another relationship are you sure you're going now because you remember the heartbreak you had the last time are you prepared for the next one mm-hmm. they kind of think yeah <clears throat> so another way of processing with the, with the with the young people as well last last thought is that they they, they don't have a concept of time right uh, like I've been say, what if another nicer, cuter guy comes along or nicer person comes along? Then how, right? So I do a bit of math for them. Okay, so I, so it now if you are thirteen years old uh, and you want to get or fifteen years old and you want to get married at Hafiz and Pax's 
kids age, uh, 25, uh, that's 10 years, you know, 10 years of dating this person. Uh. Well, Parkinson did it 9 years. Not many people can last so long. Uh, okay, but if you take 10 years, uh, that means uh, premise 1 to premise 6, sec 1 to sec 4, you like the same guy or you like the same girl for this period of time though. From primary 1 all the way to O level, you like this one same person and you cannot change. You can tahan. The kind of thing. So help them to actually see the, the you know, the, the duration of that. So same thing, you, you like this toy at P1, do you like the same toy in P6, uh, in, 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 in SEC4? You know what I mean? No, right? Uh, so, so help them to see, like, you know, how, how this duration right, actually plays out. Like. Yeah, so that's uh, some of the strategies that we have applied to young people. Like. That's interesting oh. you said that the, the father, the father uh, sort of like wanted that, chose that path. Because I was also thinking it's like between the husband and wife, right? You both have to be on the same page or comfort level when it comes to your children dating and so on, you know. If, if one is so relaxed, the other one is like, no, 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 no. Um, yeah, I think there are a lot of issues that you need to visit. And then, yeah, I think that's an important thing as well to consider. I mean, I think as much as we have to think about, oh, what do we tell children? You also have to have conversations with your spouse and say, so what do you think about this? How comfortable are you? How prepared are you to deal with? You know, do you want to walk through your child with this and that? I think that's important. But yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I say to put it off for as long as they can. But the thing is, sometimes they make the choices. We cannot control, right? So sometimes they make the choices themselves and say, well, guess what? This is my boyfriend, <laughs> you know, something. So we do have, you know, and yes, I have a girlfriend. So we get those kind of like, well, you know, I did tell you it's not good. It's not good. It's not, I mean, it's not, we don't encourage, it's not advisable, but they do come up and tell us like, oh, guess what? <laughs> I am in a relationship. And then, mm. then we journey with them. But it's good, it's good yeah. that your, your children already tell you that. And, and I agree with Hafiz, it's very important. I'd rather they go in the relationship and they tell me rather than go undercover uh, and then don't tell us then that, that's scary. Lah. And that's also something that I post to the youth when I was working with them. I said that if you do something, be it smoking or, or go in the relationship, would you tell your parents? If you won't tell your parents, then you might you should reconsider whether you should do that that thing or not. So if you go into the relationship and you feel that your parents will not approve, right, then maybe you shouldn't do it, lah, or at least talk to your parents about it. Yeah, mm. so get the parents involved. I always try to get the parents involved, especially in the things like relationship. Yeah, so the, not so that the parents can can approve or not approve, but so their parents can can journey with them through, through the experience. Yeah, I think that that's very very wise. Yeah, I think the example that you cited, um, Kevin, about that father, I think those are very wise move. I think um, what Elvina when Elvina tells her kids, you know, to put it off as long as possible. I guess it's also um, from a mother's point of view or parents' point of view, so that they will be spared the heartache of breakups. Yeah. Right, because yeah, when you yeah, yeah. when you are invested into a relationship, um, hopefully not physically but uh, emotionally at least, uh, the breakup mm -hmm. will be quite painful. And being young and you know uh, not fully matured yet, that could be quite hard to handle. So we are just trying to avoid that. You know, uh, although you can't you can't protect your child from all kinds of pain and hardship completely, but you know wherever we can, we do that. But I think it, it, it's a, to find a balance or to find a middle point between what Kevin's example and Elvina's example is, well, we would encourage children to, you know, to relate with all kinds of people, mm -hmm. you know, and I think uh, it, it's part of that self-awareness uh, journey of knowing yourself, knowing what you like, knowing what uh, the kind of characteristics that appeals to you are important to you, uh, not just because 
you know, oh, good looks are important because everybody values good looks, you know, mm. but how important is it to you, right? And is there something as important or even more important? I think those are things that, uh, yeah, I think maybe that father that Kevin was talking about, those are the things that he would be exploring with, you know, his children or his daughters uh, as they go through that. Yeah, so I think that, that those are very good examples we can learn from so that we, we know how to go forward with our kids. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Any any advice, uh, Hafiz, wise man? <laughs> wise man, because I've gone through so many pitfalls. <laughs> so All was, right. Okay. Let me continue because my first daughter is uh, really 26. I got married. Then my youngest, number four, is 15, right? So we learn along the way. Actually, when uh, with my wife, I think somebody mentioned just now about, uh, I think Alvina, about uh, the uh, communication between the parents. Uh, there must be mm -hmm. some alignment in terms of values. That's right. Uh, yeah. Otherwise, it would be quite difficult. I mean, they shouldn't get wrong signals. So that itself uh, is something that me, my wife uh, thinks very important. So, um, and sometimes daughters, maybe, yeah, they share with their, with their mothers more. I, I really do not know sometimes what's happening. So I need to talk to my wife to know what's happening, all right? Mm -hmm. And uh, if she's more comfortable with my wife, then I will just uh, don't interfere in that uh, so-called uh, uh, the communication, uh, smooth communication channel. Uh, but I, to me also, it, it's not all right for you just to live to one side of the uh, the partner to to do everything you know mm. to do the all the investigation so called you know and all the prodding you know yeah but although someone is always better than the other so my wife mm. is, is good at that actually in questioning you know and, and uh, patiently listening you know and you know trying to uh, you know not really push the agenda you know because when you push the agenda they will close up and once they close up to open back it's another uh, journey that you have to take, you know. They don't trust you anymore. You know? Yeah, they, they become very you... suspicious. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I think now with my last one, it's very smooth. You know, I even can talk to her, you know, and openly, you know, and uh, and I think that is much, much more uh, um, better uh, in terms of for her own uh, development as well as for us, you know, our own peace, you know, of mine. <laughs> yeah, I've got a question for you, Hafiz. Uh, so when your daughter started to date this guy, um, how much involvement did you have in a sense that, you know, did you, did, did you only already know this guy or did you meet up with this mm -hmm. guy? Did you meet up with his family, you know, in, and finally, did you, you know, did you have a, give your daughter the green light? It says, okay, I, I bless, I, I give you my blessings to marry this guy if you choose to. Okay, so for my son-in-law, it is very unique because I know him even before my daughter knew her, knew him, all right? Oh, because mm -hmm. I, I met him I think when he was early in his uh, university days. Because I'm active with uh, some of these student student work, right? Uh, mentoring, so so called. And then uh, later on, I found out that hey, actually she got to know my my daughter, and then the relationship become uh, a bit, uh, you know, I have to put in perspective because I communicate with him as a friend, you know. <laughs> <laughs> now it's like you know future son-in-law for him also this is my future father-in-law but I tell him all right we should keep as friends don't worry no change in the relationship if you mm. respect me before you still respect me now to mm. me it's very important for you to tell me what what actually uh your relationship and uh, what you want uh, uh to have the relationship with my my daughter and I think it's a bit unique so so I was very happy 
to know him even before and i even said during the the wedding day <laughs> he even said you know he admitted that you know i know your it was weird to hear like, i know your uh, my father-in-law before i know my future my wife <laughs> yeah so from then on i think they took about you know there was an engagement you know uh, one and a half years we don't to keep it too long because they were really serious with each other and uh, although this is not ideal, ideal uh, he, he's still studying at the moment overseas. But mm. they were really, really, uh, I mean, we really went through the process, like talk to their parents, I mean, his parents, and then uh, making sure there's support on both sides. And uh, although, you know, this thing about you must have stable income before you get married, uh, it's always a concern of all parents, including mm. me. But they seem to be very independent and very sure what they want to do. All right. So, mm. yeah. Taking so their own the, responsibility the, at the age to me is, is important. Mm. Yeah. The the real question is uh do you think parents should need to give their blessings to the kids, uh, you know, like daughter or son, and says, Okay, you know, if you choose to marry this girl or this guy, you know, uh, we give you our blessings. Or should parents stay out of it? It's totally the children's decision. Yeah, I think this is a personal question, right? I mean, I, I don't know what's the right answer. Mm. But to me, personally, I think parents should bless it. Should bless it. Mm. Then it becomes a more not just a marriage between two individuals, but a marriage of families. And mm. I think happiness uh, derives from there. You know, because mm. you, you can't just say that you get married to a person that you run away. You you just shut off from the rest of the your father-in-law, mother-in-law, you know, and so yep. on. Then, then it'll be very difficult. Uh, mm. Because I think, to me, family is beyond just the nuclear family right mm -hmm. you, you are building a relationship uh, that should last beyond just the two of you getting married so i i try to practice although it's not easy uh because yeah it's like maybe the two couple can get along but the in-laws cannot get along so what you don't, <laughs> don't you get married just because the in-laws cannot get along you know so that there, yes. there's line to be drawn you know this is not mm -hmm. about you anymore as mm -hmm. a parent this is about your child you know if they're happy you know carry on but Lo and behold, the first one they they they, they ask for blessings so from the parents so mm. it's easy. Yeah. I don't know what will come for the rest yet. Yeah. So Elvina, you I guess yes. you're next next in line because your kids don't are say that. Ages. We're gonna scare my husband. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, do you oh, yeah, think well, your well. you and your husband, you know, what what are your views about you know uh, having a say in who your children will choose to marry? Wow. Um, I think we are, we are particularly close to our children. We, I think it was very intentional since they were young for us to be very open with them, you know, with their lives and, and know as much as we can, as, not, as much as they are willing to you know, tell us. So we hope that, you know, with how close we've, we've or how well we've nurtured the relationship that that our opinion matters to our children. I, I think that's what we are hoping, you know, um, and or at least if you know my kids, you know. So I I have three teenagers, um, you know. They have their own little romance here and there. I have my string of uh, handling relationships and breakups, relationships and breakups, right? So um, so yeah. So even though they pick people that I might think, you know, you know, maybe this is not the right person. Um, and they just go ahead anyway but the thing is at the end of it they can come to back to you know myself and my husband and like you know what you know the kind of thing where they're like i didn't want to say then that you were right but then now you're right <laughs> you know that kind of thing you know be without me saying i told you so but but yeah yeah 
but uh, but then I, I yeah I think I think I would like to think that our opinions matter to our children, and then when that time comes, that they would seek it seek it out from us. Um, yeah, because I would think that as parents, we know we see them inside out. We we know a lot of the things that they're going through. They we, sometimes I. I know what they're thinking even before they speak because I see it all over their face, all over their body language, you know. So these are some of the things. So yeah, I hope I hope that that, that that's what happens when the time comes. What do you think, Kevin? Well, I, that, that's an interesting question. I haven't, haven't thought about it before, but now quickly just listening to Hafiz and Alvina, I think um, it's, it's, it's a very beautiful uh, setup where the children actually seek the parents for their blessings because it shows that they respect their parents you know like thank you for raising me and things like that but now, now I'm, I'm old enough to actually choose my partner and and this is the partner that i found and i would like you to bless me you know that kind of thing i felt like i i think that's a very beautiful setup that if the 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 child will actually ask i, I want to seek your blessings on, on that um but whether we as parents see that oh this partner why you choose this one the kind of thing you know whether we actually approve or not is another thing but um, if if it's not if it's not a, a very dire kind of thing, I guess we we as as loving parents and, and trusting that our our children are old enough to make that decision, uh, I guess at the end of the day we, we we can we can voice out our our opinions. Um, but we must always be supportive and be, be there, like, I think you know that because at the end of the day is they are, is they, they are the ones choosing. Because I agree with Hafiz also that like, because. Um, when a couple gets married, it's not just oh the husband and wife kind of thing. It's a marriage affects the community, right? Because uh, the, the union of a man and a, and, and, and a woman is a joyous occasion. Similarly for a divorce, right? When 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 a man and woman separates, it affects the community as well. It's not just you two divorce only, but everyone else is affected too. So in that way, in that light, I, I say that the parents' blessing is important, partly because it shows respect from the kids to the parents, but also. Um, it, it it helps with the con the continuing of the relationship that 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 uh can have beyond beyond the the, the child already it's like now that Hafiz has a son-in-law kind of thing the daughter knows that my my dad and my mom my parents accept my 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 spouse right and then when the children grandchildren come out come along the grandchildren can see and sense the the this acceptance as well because it, on the flip side of it if there is no blessing it, it can tell the way you relate to the the in-law right then the, 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 grand, the grandkids can pick it up and do we want to to uh, harbor such a, a resentment towards the the, the spouse la, is is something that I, I, i'm considering as well yeah so i think it's good so i think the last thought is that when i uh, when i was a teenager and starting the dating scene my parents actually made it a point to actually call me to bring my 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 partner or even my friends over my even when i was not dating my parents had a habit of saying bring your friends over and that and hang out at my place but what i didn't know was she my, my parents were actually watching my, my friends and they were actually observing my friends and if they don't say anything means they are okay with my friends but i didn't know that only later when i was older then my mom told me i asked you to come ask your friends to come so that i can see who you're hanging out with yeah so i thought that was wise yeah yeah you, you find out your how you make choices you know what your values are your priorities and you know things like that yeah, I, I think that that is uh, it is important for the child to get the parents' blessings and also to listen to their opinions because I think parents know the child best uh, over any person in the world, you know. So 
in my case, uh, my, when my son-in-law, you know, uh, before they, they got married, um, before they even got started to date, uh, very interesting, this guy came to my wife and I, you know, made an appointment to, to see us. And so we had, you know, coffee or tea together. And he, he basically asked permission to date our daughter. All right. I'm not sure if this happens uh, quite commonly, but, you know, I've wow, not heard so of it. School. The, yeah, did, yeah, did, could know, it be so. that your daughter said, like, hey, you better do this, you better do this, my dad, my no, dad no, will no. really like it? No, uh, definitely not. Um, I think if, if, uh, if my daughter had an opinion, she would say, um, we can do whatever we want. <laughs> 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 okay. But this 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 boy, this man today, um, I mean, he was well brought up, uh, you know, in a very Chinese, uh, traditional Chinese, uh, conservative, you know, uh, old school, like you say, values, which is good, you know. And I think it was refreshing to, you know, to see this happening. And you know, so we we basically got to know him a little bit more during that, you know, that that chat. And over time, we we began to know him. But what gave us assurance, or at least you know, a, a, a good level of confidence was that when we knew his when we know his because we know his parents uh and you know we know what kind of people they are and what kind of family they they have and so i mean no family is perfect right but uh there were some very good things in that family and so we gave us a kind of a assurance yeah mm -hmm. so i think all this you know comes in and i think that's how parents can help the children make the better choice um but I think, you know, having helped couples for a long time, I also began to see that, you know, whoever you choose, um, the pasture is always greener on the other hill until you actually get to the other hill, <laughs> you know? <laughs> so you just, you know, and if you, you know, so don't go, go down the road of, of uh, asking yourself, what if I had married the other person? Mm. Because, you know, it's just a different set of problems but it is yeah. still problems right. right so i think that's something we need to help our children also understand uh yeah but i couldn't yeah, imagine okay. a teenager my teenager let's say a 15 year old boy come to me and my husband and say i'm interested in your daughter can i have your blessing to date her i feel like Whoa. peculiar boy <laughs> i want to meet your parents <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and then i don't know if if if, if i if i would be taking it too far in 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 this friendship and i'm like i would like to see your parents i mean would it scare the young 15 year old boy or, or the girl or whoever you know like why why do you want to see the parents so yeah no, I, I think uh, a, a good way to to deal with that is sure come over for dinner tomorrow night the boy yes but i mean his parents yeah. so i mean if i wanted to get to know the parents you know, it's like, oh could we just <laughs> yeah, is gonna say something Hafiz? Yeah, yeah. So, so I think that's a good situation, you know, if you really talk, think about it, right? That means if you have that intention and you say it to the boy and the boy say, hey, this is a serious thing, then I better rethink again. You know, <laughs> am I serious in this relationship? Right? Yeah. I mean, you're not trying to scare him, but yes. I think... Maybe I am. Just... <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. 15, yeah, maybe, you know, it's... But my for me, maybe would... talking about old school, right? For me, my unique experience is that uh, when I really uh, wanted to get close to my wife. I mean, this is admission. Eh? I never go out with her. You know where I see her? Always at the house with their parents huh? at home. I what think old school is ultimate boy. old school. Yeah, yeah. Because I'm serious with this relationship. So I thought, why not get to know the family? You know, I saw 
think that you know it's better just to meet her talk to her at home because yeah. you know there's no suspicion of anything yeah. all right and and that's a good thing i always tell my children this from that that act, uh so-called uh practice of mine yeah. i get to know her late father because the late father uh, passed away before we got married if not i wouldn't wow. know i i know wow. the family well even before that and i thought it, it's a good um i mean experience for me right for for yeah. me to to even share to my kids you know i don't know whether they can mm. live up to this standard yeah but <laughs> then then i knew my wife because uh, we were in um, you know student uh, circles activities together so we, we only talk to each other you know and uh, with friends around you know so that kind of environment yeah 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 mm. that's great yeah yeah, yeah. i definitely really no i definitely agree i mean that is really well that's really like the high standard you know Uh, and, it's and called supervised dating <laughs> and it's and so confident you know for so confident for you to like all right let me just hang on with your parents around um yeah but but yeah I, i agree with that so one of the things i also encourage my children if they start sharing with me a particular love interest i'm i'm very curious you know i think as a parent one of the things i definitely encourage parents is don't overreact but be curious in a very positive positive manner because this is your child kind of transitioning so you want to be in that world in that space and just get to know what's happening right um so one of the things one of my requirements is that i would like to meet this person i would like to i i'm not scared i'm like oh okay you know if they're going hanging out with friends i say oh tell i'm in the area you know have your friends come over i want to say hi to them and then like oh hi and then like what were you up to da, da, da. so at least you know you you know who your children are talking about and just get a um, a initial sense of who their friends are or who the love interest is so yeah yeah i think that's good wow this is definitely a hot potato and uh, there's <laughs> so much wealth of uh, wisdom and advice that we have here collectively i think we can go on and on for another hour or two but we have to stop here So thank you very much for all your inputs and sharing your own personal stories. So right. to the next time. Sure. Goodbye. Bye. Bye everyone. This is the WADT podcast and thank you for listening. If you have enjoyed today's episode, be sure to like, follow or subscribe so that you will not miss any episodes. Share the link to this episode with someone you think that will benefit from it. We want to know what you think of this episode too. Please feel free to share your comments on one of our social media platforms. We are on Facebook, Instagram and YouTube. You can also email wearethatstu@gmail.com if you have a question or need help. Till next time, this is Hafiz and Paxan signing off.